We'd like to thank this week's sponsor, Humans Were Here Records. Their artist TLB, a punk rock powerhouse from Chicago, has a killer new song streaming everywhere Tuesday, February 8th, called Fucked Up and Lonely. So mark your freaking calendars and get ready to party or cry or whatever your heart's going to make you do. Find out all about Humans We're Here and TLB by going to humanswerehere.com and following them on their socials at humans.were.here and at TLB Kicks Ass. Enjoy the rest of the show. Well, real quick, is there anybody else going to uh, gonna be joining us today at all? Like uh, you... I, I tried to get them, but they're just, they're not available. That's classic. Classic right there. Classic. No worries. No, no worries. worries. We'll just go ahead and get rid of all of our questions for fucking Peter. <laughs> no, no, no. Ask those questions and I'll answer them as Peter. It's great. Okay. Well, uh, well I have it recorded. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're doing it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. Let's just talk about that it's, it is Thanksgiving week right now. Dude, I can't believe we've made it this far. It this is, is so cool. This is I'm crazy. I'm squeezing yeah. my face because <laughs> I'm so happy about it. Man, I can't, like, it still blows my mind. And guys, even just, just being able to be a part of this with you, Pat, like this is so fucking cool. Like being able to be a part of unsigned pop punk and, and the growth that we've seen since we started, even started this podcast to now. Holy shit, dude. That's what I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving. Holy, holy shit. Not only, not only am I thankful for you, Bear, and I am so thankful for all of the listeners, for all of the bands that uh, email us, message us every single day. Um, that support us. I am, I am thankful to every single person I get to talk to on a daily basis. And that, that's what I'm thankful for right now. It's, it's incredible, dude. So Pat, what's up, bud? Who do we got today? We have got the incomparable, the incomparable John James Ryan from keep flying. Um, and, uh, the voices of everybody else in keep flying as well. Thanks to John, he was able to be like at least three different people. So we're really, really thankful for that. No, we had such an awesome conversation with him. And I'm so excited to have gotten the opportunity to sit down and talk with him. Uh, I mean, it's it's awesome. It's a dream come true, man. This whole thing is a dream come true. <laughs> well, well, you know, let's uh let's let's not keep him waiting and let's get into it. And we're back with John from Keep flying john thank you so much for being here welcome to the podcast how you doing i'm doing good man happy to be here thanks for having me and thanks for having the rest of the band who's also here with me today (laughs) in the form of you with different voices correct it's gonna be it's gonna be perfect well um guys this is uh awesome because this is gonna be our first thanksgiving episode uh we've made it what almost like three four months now of the podcast and Thanks to you guys' support, uh, we've been able to get some really amazing guests, including Keep Flying. So we just want to give you guys a, a huge, huge shout out for that. John, do you have any Thanksgiving plans this year? Well, I was going to ask you, what's uh, maybe we could do a quick segment. What do you, what's uh, one thing you're thankful for so far oh. this year? I'll straight up say for myself, um, I'm, I am thankful for my health to still be here you know a lot of oh, people yeah. going through my sister's got long-term effects from covid and that's really mm. unfortunate 
still can't smell after like almost a year. Wow, man. Uh, and I'm, I'm really thankful that I, I, I have my health. So yeah. anything that you're thankful for? Or? Absolutely. Well, I'm thankful, like, like we said before, just a little bit uh, for the listeners, but on a, on a more personal note, guys, like I'm thankful that I even get to be able to, to kind of do this, you know, like it's just another avenue for, for us who are just trying to do some music, just trying to do like anything, helping out smaller bands, helping out uh, people. I'm, I'm thankful for being able to do this with one of my best friends, Pat. Pat, like I am so fucking oh, thankful for you. Hey. And this has been a dream come true from even meeting Keep Flying at Four Chord Music Festival to where we are now with all the guests that we've had in between <laughs> doing our, our episode with Royals at a freaking Buffalo Wild Wings, like all of it, man. Like that, I'm thankful for all of it. I will have to say, like, it's kind of on the, the same lines as that, but I'm, I'm thankful for my wife. Uh, because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be doing this right now. She has uh, allowed me the opportunity to quit my job uh, and to take this full time. So and without my wife, I wouldn't be able to do that. So I'm very thankful for my wife and my children who are very supportive of uh, yeah. what what we got going on. And that said, uh, guys, Pat does do this full time. I'm not there yet, but Pat does this full time with Unsigned Pop Punk as well as the playlist. So if you guys ever want to support uh, Unsigned Pop Punk, it all goes directly to like Pat and the causes that we work for. So we have a, uh, we'll be having a merch website up by the time this podcast comes out. Um, we have our, uh, our, um, our, well, I don't, yeah, I'm going to say it. We have a uh, gender equality dope as dope as fuck t-shirt on our website. Um, we have our logo t-shirts on our website. All of this guys just goes back into helping out uh, bands. And uh, that's what we're here for. Um, so that said, uh, John, are you ready to get into the podcast, my guy? Let's, let's do it. You know, let's do it. All right, cool. man. All right. So Keep Flying began, you know, your humble punk rock beginnings back in 2016 with the release of Follow Your Nightmares after the disbanding of Survey Says. So, uh, which, you know, was always known for the extensive touring, which you guys, Keep Flying, have definitely kept, kept up with. Can you tell us a bit about those early days? You know, with so, where you. So I'll say this: this is a, a big one that we like to address when it comes up because you know you can't stop people from looking up whatever info. Henry is the only member of Keep Flying that is a Survey Says member, but uh, but mm -hmm. you know because they tied in their announcement of their band disbanding and our mm -hmm. band starting, a lot of people uh, get stuck on the idea that this is just Survey Says rebranded with a new name. Right. It's not. Right. Um, it is Henry's old band and they did all the work, but all of the members of keep flying have been in bands um, pre keep flying that worked really hard for a really long sure. time. And mm -hmm. Keep flying is more of a, a super group formation of those said bands. Yes. We kept a survey song because Henry uh, was not finished with, with I am to misbehave. And we, we took it and rewrote it and turned it into the keep flying version misbehave. Um, mm -hmm. But we have since now removed that song from the playlist, as as we said, eventually, when we had enough music, we were going to move on from that as well. Yeah. And we are at that point. So um, that brings up a, a question in my head uh, for, for someone like you who wasn't an, an original member for Survey Says, did you ever feel in the beginning like, you know, you were just filling some shoes like you were just. No, because because the survey fans that stayed with Keep Flying still are with us and they're awesome yeah 
unfortunately, surveys, fan base was very, are, are people who are just great people. That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. But as, I mean, as soon as, I mean, my old bands, uh, We're the Union and the Flaming Tsunamis and a lot of the bands that I tour managed, I mean, when we announced this band, there are people who came over from that. Mm. Yeah. Who said, like, this is, this is cool. Yeah. This sounds like old We're the Union when you were in the band. Cool. <laughs> Cool. Which, which we are the union is also dope as fuck. It's dope as fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I departed the band in two thousand nine, which feels like a hundred years ago. Oh my and god, doesn't the, it? They definitely rebranded and they're a completely different band. But um, yeah. you know, good on them. I have no no yeah. uh, nothing to say there. But um, I am always happy when there are people from that era of my life who. Who came over and then Chuck, our current bass player, he was in a band called Postseason that busted their ass trying to mm-hmm. do the thing. Mm-hmm. Peter Peter was in a plethora of bands, including filling in for a lot of bands on drums. Mm-hmm. Dustin, mm-hmm. our current filling guitar player, was in with the punches, who mm-hmm. did it as long as everyone else. They tried, man. They tried for years yeah. and years and right. years. You know, and that brings um, and, up and, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, finish. You know, just, yeah, Ricky who's now an official member playing trombone. He was a survey says member, but when mm-hmm. survey expanded, he did not want to continue on. So he mm-hmm. did not start keep flying with us. We had yeah. uh, some, others. um, and now, now he's come back. It's a little bit more, you know, you yeah. know someone from then, if, if you were listening to survey in 2015 and then you saw the band now, you'd be like, Oh, I know both those guys. This yeah. Great. <laughs> That's so good. cool. But that also I'm brings glad. up a, that brings up like a really, really good uh, point that I wanted to make for anybody out there listening right now. Calm down. You got time. You know, don't stress it. You got time. Um, your favorite uh, bands have probably been in like a plethora of bands. Like if this one doesn't feel like it's going to make it, that's fine. You're okay. Like just keep doing what you love. And, you know, you, we get stories like from you, John, like you're in like many, many bands and like, I'm sure at one point you were like, oh man, this band's got to make it. Or if this band oh. doesn't make it, I don't know what I'm going to yep. do. Or like, and you mm-hmm. just kind of like rush through your twenties. It's just like, well, shit. And it's like, dude, with, with social media being as like upfront in your face, 24 seven, it makes you feel like you're running out of time. And the truth is you're not take a step back, calm down. It's okay. You know, you'll get where you want to go. As long as you work your ass off. It's true. Let's keep pushing. Yeah, you know, that's kind of the mantra of keep flying, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we're older now, you know, my whole yeah. band. Peter's our youngest member. And he's 25. Yeah. Everybody 30 plus years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we don't go around flaunting that because I think that's that's a little jarring for some people when they hear it. But we want it just as much as the kids who are 20, 19, 20, 21 on TikTok and we're willing to take any one spot offer for 75 bucks to go play in front of yep. new people. Well, it, it brings all of us a euphoric joy. So we are still very much awesome. to do this. I mean, and uh, seeing you guys live, like you, you wouldn't even think that, I mean, you guys got more energy than h- half the 20 year olds out there. Oh, we know. <laughs> we know that. And you know, it, it's all good. It, we don't mean to be threatening, but there is something to say about us coming on stage early in the day and just like wiping the stage out. And then the next two, three bands after just kind of standing there 10 yeah. years young, it's like, ah, not for nothing. We might've no, kind of yeah. gassed this crowd out a little bit. You know, you might want to work a little bit more. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it that's the way it should be, though, man. I mean, yeah. like I I came here to see a show. If I wanted, I, if I wanted absolute perfection, you know, like to just stand there and play it, you know, I'd listen to the CD, man. I came to see a right. show. Yep, hundred percent. You guys put on a show. Hundred percent. Half of our set is we say we play our songs at about eighty percent because we're doing. 200% performance. So yep. the mm-hmm. songs can come out at 80% musically because we make up for it with everything else. I Absolutely. Think. And well, that's the whole point is like too many people get caught up in the fact that oh, we got to play the music right. And they forget about the fact that we're a performer. You're an entertainer. You know, you're here to, to like keep people uh, entertained, like for right. however long of a set you have, like your fans paid money to come out and see you and you're there's no room for you to go eh i'm not going to give my best today right which you know there are some bands that are able to i saw godspeed you black emperor once in philadelphia and they don't have to move a muscle i was blown away because sure that's the kind of band that musically you can just hear the music with your eyes closed and mm-hmm. and be rocked you're rocked yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, for punk rock music, not for nothing. You know, it, it, there's a sense of crowd participation and energy, and you you got to give to get it back, and and so that's that's kind of. I think if you're a punk rock band, you got to go up there and put put a show on. So uh, I agree, I agree. All right, so I'm gonna take a shot in the dark here, but I'm hoping yeah. we're on the same geeky path. All right, hit it. Find a crew, find a job. You got it. Keep you flying. got it. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, the, the name. Some people know, some people don't. But yeah, our name comes from the the television program Firefly, which was unfortunately only had one season, and then they made into a movie, Serenity. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I believe, if I remember correctly, it was a Kickstarter or a, an Indiegogo hmm. or something. Yep. Yeah, it, it was. It was like uh, crowdfunded, I think. Crowdfunded, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then our logo is the kind of the paper airplane because. It's it's a it's a symbol that a lot of people can relate to and use. It's not uncommon. It's nothing too special about it. But ours is slightly damaged because I think that's more normal and more yeah. accurate. And then we have the kanji um, on there that is serenity. Uh, yeah. it's, it's from the shit from the mm-hmm. from Firefly, and it's also stands. For, a lot of people ask us before they get it tattooed, "What does it stand for?" I, it stands for serenity. It mm-hmm. doesn't stand for something shitty. Um, but yeah, that's that's like half and half, half nerdy, half. It's a name that you can. It's just a positive affirmation. It's something you could see on a plaque at Marshalls that a mother would hang above their mantle. Yeah, like a live, laugh, love kind of plaque. Correct. <laughs> it's an easy thing to promote. It's like, well, that makes sense. Yep. I can get that. And half our songs are about hitting the bottom and the other half of the songs are about pulling yourself up off the bottom. So I think it goes really well with our, with yeah. our, it's relatable, especially, especially now, you know, like, yeah. um, that, uh, just that whole, that, uh, that phrase, you know, lifting yourself up by your bootstraps, you know, just especially right now during COVID when everyone is, is, is so uncertain about the future, it brings a light of positivity and relatability to, to society, to the people who are listening to the scene, and right. man, that is needed now more than ever. And I don't know how well this, you know, whole COVID thing is going to age. You know what I mean? Like in 10 years, we look back, we're like, what the fuck was that? You know, but at like right, but right now, it means the absolute world because truth is, and to anybody out there listening, you're not alone yeah. ever. 
you know, and, and you find that out more as you open up and as you like let down your walls a little bit and start communicating and developing relationships with people that you feel like you care about. Once those walls are down, you start to see that we're all not, we're not all that different. Like it doesn't matter what like career path we're on. You're doing music, you're doing whatever you're doing video. You're, you know, working a nine to five. We all as a basic, like human experience, a lot of the same things and you're not alone. And I, I love that, man. I love that part about how keep flying is that, that relatable. And it comes across through your music. We're like the New York Mets, man. We, uh, we don't really win that much, but Hey, <laughs> we got a bunch of people who are plumbers and electricians, blue collar people, everyday citizens who are just looking to have a break from their life and have a little bit of enjoyment. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, no, absolutely. Know? At least, at least you're not the Yankees. You know, I, I don't want to say it on here. I don't want to say it on here, but on the record, at least we're not the Yankees, you know? Well, see, the thing is, here's the thing is like, I could say like, I'm from Minnesota, man, you know, uh, and being a Minnesota Twins fan, you know, oh, gosh, the Yankees are like our kryptonite. So, but here's the thing. You can be a Minnesota Twins fan because there's something to be proud about. I don't mean to do any sort of rub against the Yankees fan, but the Yankees, they win. They're they good. Mm-hmm. They win a lot. You don't really have to think about it too much. You, you yeah. know, they're going to probably win or do really well. When they mm-hmm. have like a bad season, that's like a shocker, you know. Mm-hmm. When, when you when you can get I behind baseball. a team, when you can get behind a team. Okay, here's another one: the Buffalo Bills. We love the <laughs> KF are a big Bills team. They can't win, but we can get because <laughs> the fans are so psychotic. They're so Dude. psychotic. Yeah. I actually, I actually pray in my life that the Bills win someday because mm-hmm. I know how crazy it will be for yeah. the fans it really it was that way when when the eagles won a few years back right yep. the fans were absolutely out of their mind because yeah. you you don't win. it's all a part about being being a part of that community you know like right. yeah my team might not win it but like fuck i'm gonna go spend a good ass time with some good ass yeah. people i can I mean, still get behind it i can back uh-huh. it i'm a vikings fan so obviously i know how i, I know how that goes Right. <laughs> you know, I've been I've been begging my whole life. Right. Almost there. Almost. You know? We we here in KF are doing the same thing, you know. We're we're always hoping to get a tour offer and then we see the tours come and go and we don't get them. And then we get on the road and we're in Minneapolis with a friend's band playing to 30 people and we just go, "Well, count my blessings at least we're here, you know. Yep. We made it here." Yep, absolutely. Uh, Sorry, somebody tried calling me. I had to, I oh. had to answer call. Hey, it's fuck so that good. person. No, no, I'm just, no. I, I don't know if they're important. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, that was my manager. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, so now we're going to ask, you know, we, we have a question for Peter. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, so, Peter, how obsessed are you with the New York Red Bulls? Guys, listen. <laughs> That's my team, man. <laughs> I've been a New York Red Bulls fan since they started. They're not doing really well this season. <laughs> I just went to a game the other day, though, and they won. There you go. And, uh, I'll say this. The one thing I told Johnny with Keep Flying, the one show I'll miss is if the Red Bulls ever make it to the championships 
if we have a show that day, I will not be able to attend. That sums up my love for the Red Bulls. I, I'm going to have to choose the Red Bulls over KF. Well, Peter, you've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Johnny, tell me uh, what have been some of your favorite moments while being in Keep Flying? Like specifically, like we know you, we know you've toured with other bands, but like with Keep Flying specifically. One of my favorite moments was um, our first house show that we played as a band I, is when I re-fell in love with playing shows. It was a house show. We had played shows before that, but it wasn't until a house show that made me realize, oh, God, I'd rather do this than anything else. Yeah. And house shows on are great. Front, we played a house show in Columbus, Ohio after that, where there were nails sticking out of the beams, like where we would have injured ourselves. And I'm just never – we spent an hour and a half just taking nails out of this person's roof like like ceiling in their basement to not kill ourselves and hopefully make future shows for more artists uh safer yeah i was doing happily laughing the whole time that was a great moment um Mm -hmm. uh, another great kf moment has uh uh opening up the atlantic city warp tour and just uh you know, really playing on a, a, one of the main stages and it being like 1130 and watching people just come through the gates and stop yeah. at our stage instead of going past to see what I believe was a Treyu happening behind us. Mm. Seeing us like just people being like, who is this? And watching from the start of the set to the end, like that was overwhelming. Man. Especially because I at the moment at the during that show, I had blisters on my scrotum from a burn. <laughs> Oof. And was I had to use a jock strap with cotton balls wrapped everything up tightly <laughs> because if it touched anything, it was the most worst pain you could imagine. So it was an <laughs> incredible set that I'll never forget performing wise. Um, and a third would be um, just getting we've been to some places that some guys in my band and their old bands had never got to every time we cross one of those places off the list it's really like a proud moment for me like a yeah kind of like a brat, like an older brother to be like well i got us here and mm-hmm. my guy never been here got to go here and we're trying to do that pretty big next year we're trying to finally go over to the uk and japan um oh, and that's I, exciting i think that will make me really feel like accomplished like that's awesome. well my DIY band made it to Japan. How about yeah. that? You know? How about how about that? Well, man, that uh, that wraps it up for this segment really well. So I'm going to ask this last question here. What is one bit of advice you wish you had when you started out in music that you can give to any of our listeners right now? Um, don't wait. Hmm. Don't wait. I had so many people back in the day and till current talk about sending demos uh uh don't don't blow your shot early um why don't you sit on that why don't you shelve that just put it out just go mm. play the shows it doesn't matter anymore like 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 who are what are you waiting for a manager an agent someone else to notice you just go and do it and they're going to notice you, you know, like what, what, either they will or they won't. You know, I still to this day have friends, bands that are, oh, well, we're waiting for this, that. And I'm just like, why wait? Mm. Why wait? Just just do, man. You could always just send it. Just and, send it. And he's literally saying this as he's on a bandwagon 
on tour, guys. Like, so if anybody's going to freaking like give you solid advice, there's this man right here who's, who's doing it, who's living out the dream, living out his, like his absolute reality. And you can do it too. It's really, you know, I take that to heart. Don't wait. I love that, man. I love that. Yep. All right. Are you ready for our next segment? Yeah. All right. This is where, I mean, this gets a little ridiculous. Okay. So this next segment is called obscure question segment. All right. Yeah. All right. So Henry? you get, what's that? You got one for Henry or what? I mean, you can answer it for whoever the fuck you want right. to answer. Right. This is, these are, these are like, we're, we're done asking like questions about music and stuff like that. Now we're just being weird. Let's this do is it. this is the part of the podcast where we hope that people will like enjoy. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like we're like we're like we're gonna talk about something serious and then we're gonna be stupid. And we hope they like wait around because like if this is the part that they wait for, good. I, like I don't fucking know. <laughs> Your questions that people can't just Google the answer to, like oh when did mm-hmm. your band start? Oh when yeah. what what's your favorite show? Oh any. <laughs> Four pranks. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. The questions that you've probably been asked a million fucking times. We're not here to do that. <laughs> All right. No. So I'm going to take the first question. So here it is. If air existed in space to only allow sound and not breathing, what would be the first sound you'd make? <laughs> <laughs> Just a fart sound? Like a fart sound with your mouth or with your butt? With mm. the mouth. With, with the, the mouth. mouth. Okay. It's, it's still funny. Um, <laughs> That you know, I, I that as as maybe corny as that is, that is, I mean, that's the first thing that came to my brain, and so I. And said that's what it, you got. You got. You got to go with that. You got to go with heart. That you just first go thing with it. brain because, I mean, we're still doing that. Like we're doing that on stage in the microphone during the shows. Like, I I make my guys mess up all the time on stage with 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 that. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's what we appreciate about you, and that's what I appreciate about you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, what was that? That's an easy answer. Hell Perfect. yeah. So when thinking of the culmination of all of our presidents, should we bring back dueling at 20 paces? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're talking about like a Western, like walking <laughs> off away from each other and see who's faster with the gun? Yep, pretty much. They used to do that. They stuff. used to do that. Like literally, like presidents used to do that. <laughs> That's a great fact that I didn't know. Oh, for real? Pretty sure Andrew Jackson won like three duels and still got shot at least once. Like they dueled to see who would be the next president? No, it, no, no, it was like a thing of honor. Like you'd you'd question someone's honor and you'd challenge them to a duel. Yeah, just and you like would duel at like twenty paces. Of, yeah, you'd slap them in the face with a glove or something. Yeah. Well, I I do think that we'd have scenarios resolved much faster. If we did <laughs> <laughs> uh, screw the political aisle let's shoot each other. no 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 i'm not saying that <laughs> you might be saying that uh, you know it's okay i'm sure some people feel that um yeah i feel like i feel like i feel like we could modern modernize that i do yeah. think there would be something to see with a duel that wasn't the standard debate you know, we like, even always, if it was like Nerf guns, right? Like, the, like modified Nerf the, guns with like big springs so that you'd still feel it or like a pellet gun, you know, even, even if it was anything, if it was a spelling bee, okay, you guys are politicians. <laughs> be smart. Let's have a spelling bee, not a debate. I don't need the debate. I know what your points are. Yep. Let's have anything. Yes. I do think I would love to see a modern version of a duel return. 
not just for presidents, but maybe for all politicians. Absolutely. Maybe all politicians. I like it. Hmm. Okay. So I was trying to do a, uh, a deep dive. This is one of the things I really enjoy doing when we're doing our podcast. I'll deep dive and I'll try and find the, mo- the weirdest shit I can find. Um, so while I was doing my deep dive, was Peter in a movie called Bad Parents that came out in 2012? He was, and his father was a coach in the movie. There's a scene. There's a. Where, you're, there's a you're bullshitting right oh, now. There's a. I believe there's a scene. Here, his, so Peter would have been a referee. Referees, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I believe. I believe his father is a ref, and I believe Peter might have also been in that. Okay. Yep. So well, he, all I'm saying is with uh, with Janine Garofalo and uh, Christopher Titus, I believe. Yep. Yeah. He, I just remember this conversation coming up, not with, you know, like this question, but at the house. I remember I'm vaguely remembering right now something about Pete's father happening to be in a referee shirt and having to be in a thing. And maybe Pete was an extra. That could be a thing. Yes. All right. Well, tell Pete that that movie has less than a 14 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So he should stop that. (laughs) I will let him know that it was for (laughs) All right, we got one last question here, and then we'll move on to our next segment. Um, one member of Keep Flying has to leave the band, but and this isn't this doesn't involve Pete because we already discussed how he's a shitty actor. No, <laughs> uh, but they can co-star. They can star in any movie. Who is leaving, and then who is their co-star or love interest? In the movie. In the movie, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we're ruling out Pete. So yeah. Well, we line- can't. Like he. he the, well, I mean, the numbers he could, don't lie. He. But he could, you know, bring back his acting career if that's sure, if he, he wants feels. to score less than fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wait, he maybe he needs to redeem. No oh no, this what. is this is all like hypothetical. Like he, you yeah, know, oh, hypothetically, know. he could. Hypothetically, <laughs> if someone was to quit to become <laughs> an actor and be in a movie or and start their acting career, let's say, maybe, maybe Rick, maybe oh, right. Rick. I'm gonna go with Rick. Who do you think his love interest would be? I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Rick, his love interest would be Gina Davis, but Gina Davis in 1991. Oh, right. so like a, a like a long kiss goodnight style Gina Davis? Yeah, like a like <laughs> like a Jeff Goldblum Gina Davis combo. Okay. Maybe, Rick, maybe Rick's the third wheel. Maybe mm. he the leaves <laughs> Jeff for Rick, and it's a comedy <laughs> drama. Yeah, it's a rom-com. 92, let's say, 1992. They go backwards, if that's mm-hmm. allowed. Yep, yep. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I could see it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. All right. And I, we're, I would back it. I would back it fully. I'd be like, oh, Rick, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Who wouldn't? Please, please quit. <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to star next to Gina Davis and Jeff Goldblum. Take quit, this deal. Quit now. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that brings us to our last segment. Pat, you want to go ahead and uh, introduce this one? You're really good at it. Okay, cool. Before we take the, head to that last segment, though, we're gonna go take these, uh, take a few minutes, and for these uh, for a commercial break. 
Hey, everybody. This is Bear from Unsigned Pop Punk and Where Did All My Friends Go podcast. And we just want to take a second to say thank you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for listening. Um, if you guys wanted to take a, a moment of your time and, and consider donating to this podcast, donating to Unsigned Pop Punk, what we do is we go out and we support the local scene around the entire U.S. And we've even been able to branch out to some different countries in the world. And so we're so thankful for that. Your donation would go straight back into uh, the bands, their promotion, the playlist, the podcast, the merchandise, all of it. So with your help, we can make this more of a dream and a reality come true for the bands that we work with. Okay, welcome back. We're going to hit rapid fire questions. Uh, just shoot from the hip, answer from the heart. Pizza or tacos? Pizza. Saved by the Bell or Boy Meets World? Boy Meets World, hands down. Come on. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Oh, for me, it was Street Fighter, big time. There you go. Okay, dogs or cats? Dogs, I'm sorry. This is no question. All right, pudding or Jello? I don't remember Jello. I'll have to say pudding. (laughs) I haven't had Jello in so long, I can't remember. (laughs) Are you a day or night person? I'm a day person. Okay. Hmm. And last question, follow-up where My Chemical Romance? That's really hard. Like, I, my brain went blank because I'm really unbiased between either band. I was never massive in. If I had to pick only one, and it is rapid fire, so I'm not going to think it much longer, I, I'd say my chem. I'd say All my right. chem awesome. because of, strictly because of the, the gimmicks. I love the wardrobe. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love the music videos more. I, I love the, I, you know, I love the theatrics more than Fall yeah. Boy. Well, John, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. We had a freaking blast with you. It, like, it's such an honor. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. And Pete. Henry. And, and Pete and Henry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't fucking All right. So with this last, uh, the last little thing, go ahead and promote your band. Promote what you guys are doing. Give us a little insight into what's next for Keep Flying, and then we'll send you on your way. All right. Let's hit it. We, uh, we just put out a new song called Five Year Mess. It's on a seven inch, a split seven inch uh, called Under Two, um, which we're trying to bring back the idea of comps. And so I think we're trying to get on a few more things like that uh, in this year for next year release. Uh, we've just, we yeah. just completed um, a, a record called Revival. This is all unannounced. I'm just spilling it. But we've completed a record called Revival that is recomposed versions of our current songs. And we're really excited. It's mastered. It's going in for pressing. It's going to come out next year. As well as um, we recorded the live version of our survival at our release shows, uh, July 31st and August of, of this year. And that's being pressed to, uh, to vinyl because we're still pushing and promoting the, our record survival that came out December uh, 2020. And, oh, yeah. Uh, we're really excited about that. And there's maybe 80 copies left at the Smart Punk store. And when it's gone, it's out of press and we're not bringing it back. We've, wow. we've officially decided not to repress any of our records. We know how much, how vinyl collectors hate when things get repressed. Their right. values go down. So we like yep. to keep, we like to keep it smaller, you know, at least for now. Yeah. And um, we got a shit ton of tours coming up. Sick. All these little segments, you can see, you can find them on our socials or on our website. I'm not going to say website because everyone's just using socials. Go to the mm-hmm. Instagram and scroll through to see all the flyers. Sounds good. Well, John, you have a happy Thanksgiving, all right? Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> all right. Thanks, we'll catch brother. you later. Sounds good. <laughs>